Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Dirty Twenties Podcast. My name is Marcus Dusik, and with me this week we have five ritzy and red hot role players, and none of them are rube. Please introduce yourself, adventurers. Don't worry about your characters at the moment, just who you are. Hi, I'm Richard. Uh, I'm not playing anyone you know just yet. I'm Elliot. It is also a mystery who I'm playing right now. <laughs> I'm Craig, and I'm definitely not playing Salem. Hi, uh, I'm Angie. I am wondering why I'm here, but I'm so excited. <laughs> and uh, I'm Jared, and I don't even know who I'm playing. <laughs> that is the definition of uh, random fast characters <laughs> absolutely and as we have hinted today we are playing characters we've never yet met uh, we are joined by two special guests uh, Toby was unable to make this recording session so rather than have a weird narrative hiccup where Lonlin suddenly wasn't there we decided to instead play a random game and I mean random. I have done zero prep. We are going to roll on a bunch of tables to determine what world we're playing in. Our PCs have built random characters using uh, a website, uh, and they are just learning what they are now. Uh, so as you guys continue figuring out exactly who your characters are and what they can do, we're going to begin first by building the world in which our game is going to take place so i think i'm just gonna go uh in order from we'll probably just go in zencaster order here uh and angie that means can you please start us off by rolling uh oh where no which tab i've got like 20 tabs open which one is it roll my entire bucket of dice and I'll just tell you what happens. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay. I really oh. like the phrase bucket of dice. Absolutely. I just, have to, just have to say that. <laughs> uh, perfect. Okay. Um, Angie, can you please roll us a D8? Six. A six. Okay. We are taking place in a city a medium-sized city, not a metropolis, but also not the wilderness is where we're going to pick up our settings. So, excellent. Uh, moving down the Zencaster list, uh, Elliot, can you please roll us a d10? That's a nine. A nine. All right. Uh, our city grew up around well-traveled crossroads, uh, and... Next up is going to be Richard. Can you please roll us a d20? I, I was trying to make it so you could hear the little like do 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 But I got a 14. A 14. Excellent. All right. Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, this city uh, is near a region ideal for growing tobacco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. The Tobacco Crossroads. Absolutely. Uh, I believe Craig is up next. Craig, can you roll us a d20, please? Yes, of course. All right. 
rolling virtual <laughs> dice, so I have to provide the sound effects myself. It's a 12. <laughs> a 12. Uh, ooh, this city is known for its jousting games. Ooh. I'm assuming grand prize, whole bunch of tobacco. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jared, can you please roll us a D10? What does a D10 look like? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. That's a nine. A nine. Ooh, okay. Uh, this city is ruled by a cabal of witches and wizards. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Angie, can you roll us a d20, please? 15. 15. Uh, ooh, interesting. Uh, recently, the city experienced religious wars. This right. tobacco town is getting uh, a lot more in-depth than I expected. <laughs> yeah, it's really coming alive. I feel like uh, we're just describing the old south. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Salem, uh, but the town of Salem as opposed to the character of Salem. <laughs> uh, Elliot, can you please roll us a D12? D12, D12. Man, mm -hmm. I've rolled a D12 in a hot minute. Seven. Okay. Uh, the populace is fearful of occupation by a foreign empire. All right. That's the North. <laughs> Damn those Canadians! <laughs> Get away from us! And our tobacco-grown fields! This is tobacco and maple syrup. This doesn't go together. Exactly! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... Richard, a D10, please. Uh, three. A three. Okay. Uh, in order to protect from uh, Canada's encroachment, uh, the city is defended by a company of sellswords and knaves. Okay. So there's just <laughs> one mercenary band that's stopping all of Canada? <laughs> it's us. <laughs> oh my god oh, no. <laughs> I believe we might have just found how you guys are employed uh, <laughs> uh, perfect uh, Craig a d12 please <laughs> that's a long dice roll there <laughs> Ten. <laughs> how much was it Craig 10 10 okay oh very fun um the laws of this city are extensive, complicated, and nonsensical. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Jared, uh, a d20, please. All right. Oh, let's use the heavy dice today. That's a 12. A 12. Oh. So... Outside of the cabal of witches and wizards that actually that officially rule the city, power in this town is held by a celebrated poet. <laughs> that one bard. That one bard. Goddamn. Is it Dandelion? <laughs> it's gotta be, right? Uh, absolutely. I, mean, I don't know who else it would be. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's remember how to write words, Marcus. By celebrated poet. 
I definitely forgot how to write the word celebrated, even though it is literally on a screen in front of me. Perfect. Uh, Angie. Um, yes. Can you please uh, roll us um, a D? Oh, no. Which tab are you? Roll us ah, a D. Perfect. It's okay. Sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. A D8, please. Seven. Excellent. Uh, this tobacco town near a crossroads is also surrounded by a swamp. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know tobacco grew so well in swamp. I mean, obviously, yeah, you get that really dank uh, leaf. Oh, which, yeah. Yeah, oh. for sure. It's for uh, actually New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, exactly. Elliot, a D10, please. D10. Uh, eight. Uh, oh, okay. The weather today at this swampy crossroads where tobacco is grown is icy. Oh, my God. <laughs> this cabal of wizards and witches are wild. Please yeah. calm down. <laughs> The poet is incensed and has written many, many stanzas against like the, the, the poet. The poet is Ted Cruz combined <laughs> with Dandelion. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. oh God, I hate them. I hate them so much now. Uh, I think it's uh, Richard. Can you roll us a D20, please? Uh, I have a D20 in my head. Perfect. All right. 15. Oh, okay. So in this... Uh, very southern feeling crossroads tobacco town in a swamp icy weather uh, and above in the sky a bright aurora a bright aurora okay mm -hmm. all right that kind of works with the iciness okay uh, are but... we the north <laughs> uh maybe we are i don't know craig a d8 please maybe we're ontario Four. Four. Oh, okay. The weather has been icy with an aurora only since this morning. Oh my god. <laughs> so I guess it just changes like almost like daily then? I think so, yeah. I think like maybe the cabal in which is there's like one who is like a druid uh who really wants to kind of ensure crops are grown another one like really wants just sunny weather all the time um and maybe they're just like fighting for control of exactly what's going on oh uh, oh what's the the uh, that those two guys from those um that claymation uh um christmas movie um, oh, like Jack Frost? and uh, so, cold miser it's not cold yes miser, but no no it <laughs> It's one of those two, yeah. No, the, I'm right. Mr. Heat Miser. Da, da, yes. da, 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 da. And then the other one is something else, Miser. Yes. Wait. Snow Miser. Snow Miser. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, if is the is the northern side Snow Miser then? Because it's Canada. <laughs> oh, what if the crossroads like? What if they like have like delineated the town in half down one of the major crossroads, and like it's usually icy like to the north side and like warm uh south and maybe today the iciness has like pushed into the southern area Ooh, snow misers attacking all right all right i can get right. down with that yeah uh jared can you roll us a d20 please 
Um, so I rolled a 12. A 12. Awesome. Ooh. Ooh, now this is strange. This icy aurora weather has caused the sun not to rise. So even it's only it's been since this morning, but morning never actually came. Ooh, all right. There's some wonky stuff happening. Absolutely. Angie, a D10, please. Seven. Ooh, now this goes into an interesting dynamic about that cabal, because the locals believe that this weather was caused by a god. Are Snowmiser and Heat, uh, heat Miser just the gods of the uh, of those like respective locations? Oh, maybe they are. Yeah, maybe they're like, or maybe they're not actual gods, but they have like kind of gathered so much power that they are essentially gods. To what uh, are we and- doing? <laughs> I guess we're just gonna be fighting gods near the end of this, or like god <laughs> a- a- adjacent, essentially. Yeah, I believe uh, we're back to Elliot. Elliot, can you roll us a D fifty? Uh, which I guess would be a D100, and then, like, I guess just divided in two. Oh, okay. Um, 31. A 31. All right. Ooh, okay. So we are going to find our our party, our adventurers, uh, somewhere that sells hunting tools. So where really <sighs> is just the deep south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, or sorry, Richard, um, a D10, please. Alrighty. Four. Four. Oh, well, this actually kind of makes sense. If you guys are, in fact, uh, cell swords and knaves protecting the city, uh, this hunting tool supplier is in a tent. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, oh, come on. I know I've got you somewhere. <laughs> Just rolling all of the dice. Please, I can't take this much longer. Which tab did I have it in? Okay. I'm just going to have to reopen it. Sorry. Oh, God. I know. I know. I'm so I know. Okay. There we go. Perfect. A D20, please. D20. Okay. Oh. 17 <laughs> 17 cool uh ooh, okay and our instigating event for our episode today is going to be unusual crimes and jared i think you're going to give us the last little roll here a d20 oh. please oh goody oh yeah that's better than a 12 i'll take a 17 does it hit oh <laughs> a 17 does in fact a well-liked uh, but foreign servant. Huh. Interesting. All right. It's AOC. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> All right. Cool. So, uh, oh, right. Of course. Duh. <laughs> we need a name. Uh, I guess we're going to go back. Uh, sorry, Jared. I'm robbing you of the final one. Uh, Angie, uh... you're going to roll us a D10, please. Okay. Interesting. Our city is called Drolk. D-R-O-L-K. Drolk. All right. All right. We can get behind that. All right. All right. I bet they were Drolk when they named it. <laughs> I like how you already have favoritism going there, Mark. You know, give me the last one. You're like, oh, wait, I got to get my favorite player the last turn. Ooh. <laughs> I'm already sensing some favoritism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
What can I say, Jared? Angie hasn't blocked my email. Oh. <laughs> Tensions are already so high. Okay, I'm not tech savvy, okay? <laughs> That's a lot. That makes it all the more <laughs> impressive that you managed it. I know, right? I mean, I don't know. There was a goal and a dream. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, we find ourselves on this dark mid-afternoon unnaturally so dark icy winds blowing down from the north of the crossroads as the cold miser seems to have made some sort of advance against the heat miser the tobacco fields to the south withering and wilting under this icy blast as an aurora provides the only illumination in the sky above the city of Drolk the city fearful of occupation by a foreign empire or potentially even just by those denizens on the other side of the crossroads. Recent religious wars devastating this town have caused them to employ hired mercenaries, knaves and sellswords to protect the city from roaming animals and the forces of a powerful empire that threatens to come down upon this city. The cabal of witches and wizards governing this city ostensibly are so preoccupied in their vying for power, their jousting of cold and heat, their control of the weather, that actual power in the city is held not by these witches and wizards in their tall towers where they ignore the petty goings-on of the city below, but rather by a poet, a celebrated and well-loved poet, a popular poet who has gathered power in a subtle but undeniable way. This poet skilled with oratory has been able to dance circles around the extensive nonsensical and overly complicated laws of this city this town in a low valley swamp-like waters surrounding the crossroads half of them perpetually covered in frost and ice north of the crossroads the other half most days perpetually covered in hot sun and heat from the heat miser but today frost and ice covers everything but that isn't necessarily what we're dealing with today what we are dealing with are slightly smaller concerns potentially as a band of hired sellswords you have been asked to investigate and protect a well-liked servant who has been hit by an unusual slew of petty crimes. As our camera zooms in on the town of Drolk and we see all of this goings-on, we come to a tent on the outskirts of the city, directly between the north and the south. It is splitting the road. It seems as if there is the road kind of forms an island and 
people come either north or south of this tent, this small war camp of our adventurers. And as our camera zooms in, we see the first of our adventurers approaching this tent, a tent hung with hunting traps and rope and climbing gear and snare material. And our first adventurer is Angie. Can you please introduce us to your character? What are their name? Who? What do they look like? And what class are they? Uh, hi, I'm uh, Noel Horsetails. I am a uh, hunter halfling who was a pirate. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm sorry, just... how did you spell the first name? Noel. N-O-A-L. All right. Perfect. Uh, hunter halfling who was a pirate and what class are you? Like a, a ranger hunter or? Yeah, ranger okay. hunter. Sorry. Perfect. No, it's all good. I wasn't certain if that was just like flavor or if that's actually okay. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, and what does Noel look like? Noel is a um, three foot tall uh, halfling in a, a bundle, currently bundled in a Kate, uh, who is just kind of unassuming and likes to sit in the shadows and really, really, really likes to just kind of like put people in like the back of their calves to get them out of their way. That sounds so annoying. It's just so petty. <laughs> like, eh, you're in my shade. Get out of here. <laughs> Doesn't like to be stepped on. Sorry. <laughs> unassuming little halfling. <laughs> and they wear the cape just because you know they like to hide they, they pull it up so that um since they were once a pirate a little well known uh people tend to like run and then they can't buy anything or well mostly then they just kind of just take whatever they need and they're like oh well, they left okay i'm just gonna take my food and leave <laughs> The tragic life of a former pirate. <laughs> I can't pay for my food. They're all scared of me. I can't even order what I want. I'm just going to take whatever the last guy didn't eat and just like carry on and leave. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, as Noel walks down the road towards this tent, we see along the same road, just a few steps behind, a companion known to Noel. Uh, we see. Elliot, can you please describe who we see? Um, so today I'll be playing Maisie the Unloved, which is my favorite generated <laughs> name. I don't know why. It's just very funny to me. Um, sort of a, a tall, on the taller side, slender um, pink tiefling. Just absolutely covered in jewels and chains which is an odd thing to see on a monk uh you'd think because it's just <laughs> loud and kind of cumbersome and none of the jewelry really makes any sense um yeah i'm playing a monk uh yeah that's it or, uh, sort of like ram horns big old ram horns and like very fluffy short hair okay excellent uh <laughs> fluffy short hair with ram horns is very adorable to be honest like it just i know tiefling but now i just picture like sheep and i think it's very fun 
Very what about a sheepling? Sheepling. <laughs> oh, yeah, very cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's that's what happens when the devil who sires you is actually a satyr. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they uh, do have uh, cloved hooves, so I mean, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. all very goat-like, just a different kind of goat—a <laughs> sheep, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, next up, uh, coming down the road uh, beside uh, Maisie the Unloved, uh, Richard. Who do we have? I'm Imendo Sakon. I am a pot-bellied, balding half-elf, or a uh, high-elf, sorry. Um, <clears throat> you'll, you'll see him approach uh, with a cane, because he has trouble walking sometimes. Um, and uh, he's got a religious um, uh, uh, artifact uh, uh, in his pocket. Um, and in his front pocket, and in his back pocket. And he just takes out money. <laughs> <clears throat> I am looking for a wife for financial reasons. I am also a baron of some small land to do with all of the tobacco. I am the stereotype of that rich person. I believe 90% taxation is fine. I look forward to working with all of you. <laughs> thanks i really hate it yeah <laughs> you know what my cholesterol would agree with you <laughs> and craig who is emendel speaking to oh <clears throat> emendel is speaking to um chundlorol meg and uh let me tell you all about the time that i met a dragon with my my ex-wife but um you know <laughs> either way i lived to tell the tale and uh definitely you know didn't get locked away for too long on account of failure to pay restitutions or anything of the sort <clears throat> but uh you know i've i've moved past that i've moved past that i uh I definitely have no problems with coveting other people's partners anymore. That's uh, no, it's not not me. <laughs> and Chandler is followed uh, as a ranger beastmaster by a swarm of ravens. Ooh, they're just Very they're cool. all around him. And sorry, what race was uh, Chandler? A half elf. Half elf. Thank you. And uh, big bushy beard Ooh, a half elf with a beard very nice oh they can grow him chundlor grew one because uh he he did want it had nothing to do with hiding his face nothing at all chundlor <laughs> uh, did i ever uh, see you on a wanted poster by any means is that why you're growing a beard no, no, no. That was my brother, D Dundlor. Ah, Dundlor. Ah, a real idiot. I can yep. see the difference. The other one looks ugly. Yeah, he, he didn't have a beard. He, look, at that, look at that little baby face. <laughs> <laughs> There's an old picture, like an old wanted poster on just like a post on the uh, the thing. And it looks very much like Chundlor, 
Um, but it's like a drawing uh, and it looks like it's been up for several years at this point. Uh, but it's still there, surprisingly intact after all this time in the sun and the ice. Emendel, uh, I'm sorry, what uh, what class are you? Oh yeah, I didn't say that. Uh, I mean, with all of your holy artifacts I have on my pocket, uh, gold, silver, gemstones, uh, you, you'd have to obviously understand that I'm a cleric. Not a thief? No, no surprise. I mean, I'm a cleric of trickery. But like, not not a crook. I'm not a crook. I'm not I'm not a crook. No, I'm not. <laughs> Just because I'm taxing individuals for ninety percent in my my small barony does not mean I am a crook. It's perfectly look up some, uh, legal. Exactly. Everything. I'm following to a T all of these nonsensical rules. Incredibly oh. complicated. Like. One of those things where it's easier to just write a new rule than to try to fix the old ones. But I, I'm I'm using the old rules because it helps me um, <laughs> do things. <laughs> Amazing. And Jared, uh, who is our final member of the party? Um. Well, uh, it's oh, to, yeah. I'm, my my name's uh, Cian Laka. Um. Um. I'm a wood elf, and um, yeah, I'm from a family of uh, artisans. And um, well, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. We we do pottery. Um, yeah, it's it's fair to say that um, you know we we do some good pots. Oh. <laughs> I, I also happen to be proficient in pottery. But but um, yes, I'm I'm an artisan. Do you, do you, do you have a sister? Uh, Asking for for a friend for. for... Uh, well, I, I, I have some. I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm just pretty. Confused. I'll take a brother. That's all right too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty confused at the moment. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Sian uh, Laka, and uh, he is just as confused as I am playing this game. Um, and uh, he is a paladin wood elf. Oh my god, a paladin! I love that little meek paladin. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, uh, 172 years old. So yeah, he's not. Well, that's not old, young but, by Wood Elf standards. Yeah, I know, right? Like yeah. he's, he's doing pretty good. Yeah, he's doing, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no idea if that voice is going to stay, but uh, it's, it's it started that way. I love it. <laughs> um, can you please spell Cielaka? Uh Cienlaka. Yeah, C E N E, and then the last name Laka, L A K A. All right. Excellent. Thank you very much. As the five of you make your way to this tent, uh, you know that you have been called there by Atonement, a uh, 360-year-old uh, male smuggler, uh, tiefling, um, quite ancient, but has kind of is kind of like the uh, the quartermaster of the mercenaries that hire that have been hired to uh, guard this town. As you approach, you see this old, like, kind of fairly sh uh, sh slumped-backed tiefling with purple skin, fairly smooth, but with one distinctive pockmarked patch on his uh, right side. Uh, and you notice that actually he has shaved his head in order to kind of, like, emphasize this pockmark um, and kind of expose it as it goes underneath his hairline. 
Um, the hair on the left has been braided um, and cropped fairly short, but long enough to actually be in a braid as if he's very much trying to emphasize and draw attention to those pockmarks. He's only four foot 11, mostly because of the amount that he like stoops and he has these small wire rimmed glasses uh, and uh, a square unremarkable face with a short mustache. Um, and you see that it doesn't appear that he has bathed anytime recently. And as you approach, he comes out of the tent and says, ah, welcome adventurers all. Thank you for joining us. I feel that we have need of skills such as yours. Please enter the tent. After you all, I'll go in last to ensure that no one comes up behind us. Of course, of course. We wouldn't want anyone to eavesdrop, as it were. Now, I have asked you here because, as I am sure you know, one of the poet's servants has recently been the victim of several crimes. Uh, and as Atonement says this, uh, you see he is bundled up in kind of like quite a, a big fur coat. Um, and he's got a little fire going in a brazier in the tent. And as soon as like he comes back in, uh, he begins putting more wood on the brazier. Damn magic! hate the cold. Absolutely hate it. Yeah, that's a problem for a very other big group of people. Uh, those who can handle the gods. Yes. Well. Sorry. What was that noise? Is someone around? Hello? <laughs> I would like to make check a for me. perception I, I, check because I'm really good at those. Sorry, sorry, it, it was just me. I, um, I, I, I just tooted. Ah, that, you know, I explained things. I did get a 20. I could, like, smell the popcorn you had last night. That's quite, quite repugnant. Oh. You know what? Maybe add a bit more butter next time. That might make it a bit smoother coming in and out. I, I think that's the problem. I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, they just have more. <laughs> if you're intolerant just build up your tolerance but keep going that's how that works right I I, I really don't know uh, I mean I have some leftover cheese if you want some here uh, I'll save it for later thank, thank you no problem <laughs> alright you may continue thank you well um so as I mentioned, one of the poet's servants has been the victim of several crimes, most of them benign, uh, minor items going missing or, or slight vandalism of property. But last night, last night, they received a letter with incriminating information, shall we say, about the servant's activities. She has requested that we send people to investigate, find out what's going on, and 
um, ideally put a stop to it. Does this Our, sound like something that you would be interested in doing for us? For pay, of course. Of course you're going to pay us. And also I need a coat. It's freaking cold. Well, good thing that we are in the tent of the quartermaster, then is it not? Uh, and Atonement goes over to a chest, uh, pulls out a key from underneath his big coat, and puts it in, kind of shaking in the cold, uh, turns it, opens the chest, and you see that there are, like, just piles and piles of fur coats. I uh, apologize, they're not the highest of fashion, but they are warm, which... Oh, is everyone all right? <laughs> that was just me again. Just, okay. just me again. All right. Yep. <laughs> you're a, you you ate the cheese, didn't you? Yeah. I, I, I did. I'm tidbit peckish. I, that's right. Just keep going. It'll uh, help in the long run. Right. Maybe just not in 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 my tent, please. I'm trying to keep all of the the doors, uh, the tent flaps closed. So that we don't, you know, get all the cold air in from this unnatural ice. And I would really not like to be stuck in here with the smell of day-old popcorn. Yes, I could just stand by the fire and maybe that would, you know, help warm the place at the same time. Exactly. I think it's a wonderful (laughs) idea. (laughs) Here, have more trees. Oh my god. Oh gosh, I'm going to hide on the other side of the tent. (laughs) For when it goes up in flames. (laughs) <laughs> uh perfect um atonement hands out uh some coats to whoever would like them and uh says right so if you are ready i shall take you to miss larathlor god damn that's a weird name that random <laughs> generator just came up with Flower Floor is a wonderful name, and we're not gonna name shame anyone. <laughs> but if if someone could spell it aloud and maybe type it down somewhere so we don't forget it, of course. I, I would personally. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I'd like to hear it used in a sentence personally. Well, um, Miss Lareth Lore has employed you to figure out who's blackmailing her. Ah, I I thought you were going to say something more like this layer floor is uh, dirty. What does this uh, Miss Layer Floor do anyway? What is her line of work? She is uh, she's a servant of the poet, of course. You know, the... Ah, yes, uh, the idea. <laughs> <laughs> the popcorn is done. <laughs> that was definitely not me. Are, are you... That was my bell. That's my... I, I am done with listening to the farts. Uh, <laughs> uh, you have one of those shut up? I'm crotch height. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Every fart is just a blast right to your face. Yep, I'm gonna start taking um I'm just gonna like take out like a small dagger and be like, I'm just gonna like <laughs> jab the cat away from me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean amazing forethought to just have that set up. And also on a timer, I 
frankly, that just seems like why bother oh, timing? No, I, just pulled, I just pulled a bell out of oh. my, my pocket went ding. <laughs> that okay, that makes much more sense. Okay. Or I just pulled the bell off of the desk and went ding and pocketed it. Who knows? Make uh do you actually pocket it? Uh sure. Alright. Uh I think uh with a rolling of a six, your I'm gonna say your passive sleight of hand without even making a check. Uh, is going to be no problem at all. And you can, in fact, pocket uh, the bell from the desk. Perfect. Good. It'll be great for covering up those smells later. (laughs) Right. Okay. So uh, I shall take you to Miss Durathlor, and uh, she can explain the rest. Now, before we go, remember that you represent our company and so don't do anything for free for god's sakes all right if it's not in the contract don't do it uh, could i have some money for standing in front of the fire then please <laughs> <laughs> uh, make me a persuasion check with advantage oh goody this is first big roll of the game guys here it comes <laughs> Uh, okay, that's pretty good. That's not too bad. So, sorry, it was a persuasion check? Yes, indeed. Uh, persuasion. Uh, I think I passed. I rolled an 18 and I have a plus seven, so. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. 25. You see Atonement uh, looks at you. There's this moment of uh, slight irritation at kind of your impetuosity which instantly gives way to amusement. Uh, and you see a slow smile start to creep across Atonement's face. And he just says, very good. Very good, Sine. Indeed you shall. Uh, and reaches into a little chest on his desk, unlocks it, uh, and hands you 10 gold. <laughs> If you want, I can hold on to it. I have plenty of pockets. <laughs> uh, I should, should I write a receipt and uh, just put it down as 10 GP for tooting? Is that acceptable? Uh, to... uh, yes, uh, 10 gold for tooting is, uh, I mean, to be honest, not the weirdest invoice I've ever received. So <laughs> I'm just not too sure how this all works. You're off to a very good start. You You ask for money. And if someone doesn't give you the money, then, well, you figure that out. Uh, okay. okay. Namely, breaking their legs is a good option. That or sending them down the river or uh, blowing them up. I was or... just going to say asking them in slightly more aggressive tones until they realize it's a very good idea. Oh, that, that's too if you're going for the more subtle approach. Totally. Yes. Very um, good personally a fan of just taking the money anyways and then disappearing to start a new life somewhere around the world with a new face and a beard and uh i mean what (laughs) all of these things including that last one which is very oddly specific are all in fact legal thanks to my legal aid uh atonement uh as you say that chunlor uh atonement looks at you and just says very smart very good idea uh, doesn't seem to make any sort of connection. Uh, and uh, then uh, just looks over at Maisie the Unloved and says, uh, 
Miss the Unloved, you have been very silent. She just freezes mid, like, trying to tag the side of the tent. <laughs> what? Have you just been, like, tagging this entire time? She's just been writing down the whole conversation. <laughs> Lizette, but a graffiti artist? <laughs> Instead of fire, it's just ink. Oh my god. Um, I would really appreciate it if you didn't call me uh, the unloved. It's not actually a legal name. It's just what the kids down the street call me. That's very true. Um, oh, then I I apologize. You did put it on your job application, so I just assumed that it was part of. I, I'll make an amendment. I I apologize. Uh, that will be one goal to make the amendment, though. Oof. Uh. Can I give you like an IOU? No, no, you cannot. Sorry, mercenary. Uh, work for coin, or I don't work. Okay, uh, I guess I guess we'll just stick with the unloved then. Very cool. Well, uh, miss the unloved. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll take you all there. Uh, what the hell did you do to my tent? <laughs> well. Earlier, uh, someone mentioned needing to write down the name of the person, Delarathor. At least get it right. If you're going to tag my tent, at least write it down correctly. Well, I think that I spelled it right. It's just that I'm not very good at reading. Um, (laughs) All right. But I just, I figured that we should, for legal reasons, have all of this written down somewhere just in case we get into some trouble. And you didn't really seem to have any paper around this tent of yours. Uh, you look over, there is a stack of blank pages on his desk. Oh, gr- great. I, I, miss, I guess I missed that. I'm not very perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, Atonement kind of shakes his head, says, well, I mean, I guess that was also on the job application, so... Off we go, uh, and is going to lead you uh, into the city proper. Um, and as you're walking, you're walking down kind of like the uh, the main crossroads. Well, that, that was a really long one. <laughs> it's just you just let it go, huh? <laughs> is that just the the, the, the canon <laughs> reason for all this, the the sky train? <laughs> 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 I, I I don't think that one was me. I, I'm not too sure though, but I, I don't think it was me. I'm gonna turn and look at the nearest halfling walking past. <laughs> um, it's Wendy. <laughs> I wasn't looking at my own party, but sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> um make a perception check for me. Oh, just to spot the nearest halfling walking past? Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chundlor looks around, and I've got a 22. Ooh, well, that beats this guy's stealth of 21. Um, you see a little halfling uh, darting down an alleyway. Uh, what alerts you to them is the fact that every time they step, there's a little... <laughs> uh, as this halfling runs away, looks at you, says, um, farts McGee, and then just runs away. <laughs> Do you have a a secret gang you're associated with or or something? Did did you there's other more of you? Lactose free elves everywhere? 
Don't uh, just just lactose intolerant. That's all. Right. That's yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, but I mean, there could be something out there like that. I I really couldn't tell you. Just stare suspiciously over, <laughs> and then keep walking. <laughs> As you keep walking, you do notice that occasionally, like down side streets, you can see that same half elf or that same halfling, uh, just kind of keeping pace. Uh, and every time, like every so often, you're kind of like walking past an intersection, you'll just hear, a... uh, as they continue, uh, seeming to fart in your general direction. <laughs> I am so glad I started this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, excellent. Eventually, after about 10 minutes of walking, you come to a beautiful tavern, uh, quite fancy, in fact, uh, with like gilding on the doors. And there's a whole bunch of sounds of music and carousing and people uh, laughing and joking and drinking. Uh, you see uh, very fancily dressed people in noble attire. Uh, you see people wearing elevated workers clothing in that like, maybe this is their Sunday best, uh, but it's still not very good. And most of those are being kind of like stopped at the door. Uh, whereas the fancier, the richer clientele are being ushered in, just waved in without any sort of having to wait at all. As you approach, the doorman uh, just instinctively holds up his hand uh, and then looks at both Atonement at and Imendel. Uh, yeah. Says, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry there, Lord Imendel. I, I didn't know it was you for uh, if these are with you. Even though they look kind of rough, you I guess you can... Do you want... Um, you could go in and maybe your friends could go in the back, uh, or... I mean, you realize we, you're just uh, you're falling into Rule Thirty Seven LB by doing this, oh, and your whole sure. family is going to get put into a uh, a Wait. new home in the north. Oh, if you hold, hold on, okay, um, no, uh, right, no, I, I, I thought uh, Rule Seventy Three Point Two Seven kind of covered me up, but. Uh, I guess if 37B... Not, not rule 38F6 is going to completely negate that. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. I, I, I can't make... I can't afford it. Uh, okay. Um, here. You, I mean, whatever I... Do Do I need to... Uh, is You're, Am I for, in violation okay, for, for, for asking you to, to come in around the side, or am I in violation no, for No, no, it's fine. That, that's, what, that's what's in your legal right. Oh, so, sorry, what am I in violation for? No longer anything if you just let us through in the back. Awesome. Feel, please, thank you. I have no idea what's going on, and I, <laughs> frankly, I don't want to know. Uh, while they're arguing, I just kind of, like, walk in, because I just look <laughs> underneath all their coattails, and just... Uh, make a stealth check. <laughs> 18? An 18. Uh, yeah, you manage, as this conversation is happening, uh, you manage to sneak past this bodyguard, or this door guard, and, uh, and enter this very fancy establishment. Um, 
Does anybody have a passive perception higher than 18 or 18 uh, and higher? Mine is 18. Ooh. Uh, Imendo, you see your companion sneaking past as you are distracting this, uh, this, door, this door person. It's only illegal to enter. I, I'm just whispering this to myself. It's only illegal <laughs> to enter into an uh, 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 an area you're not supposed to be allowed in if you're caught. So if you're, <laughs> if you're not caught, it's not illegal. Uh, good old rule number one. It, well, yeah, that was actually the first illegal. rule. What was that again? They're unloved. It. <laughs> if you're not caught for something, it's not illegal. Yeah, technically, yeah. But if you are caught, you get double the fine. Well, I had to go talk to some cops about some sentences I was charged for. I'm also just going to walk in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think as, like, the conversation with Mendel has happened, um, this door person is very confused about what is or is not illegal (laughs) for him to block you or allow you entry. And just fully purposefully closes his eyes. He just closes <laughs> his eyes for a moment and says, I can't see anything. Um, I don't know what's going on. And if people are moving past me, then I'm uh, I'm temporarily blinded and cannot be held responsible for my actions. Rule 12F. I respect your gumption. <laughs> And your entire party moves into this brothel. Sure, as uh, I, or, uh, ooh, as I take up bro- the backside ooh, of this group. Let's do it! Yeah, uh, as, as I trailed in, I'm probably the last in the party there. And with the guy's eyes closed, I just take a piece of cheese and put it in his hand. And I, I, I think it's gone bad, but thanks. And then I walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Make a pers or a perception or sorry persuasion check. That's an eighteen and a seven again, Mark. Oh my god! Uh, you put this cheese in his hands. Um, he uh, says, "I don't know why I was uh, given this, but ooh, ooh, that the nose on that. Ooh, that's 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 pungent, and that's a oh my god, that's whatever." Uh, I don't, uh, still my eyes are closed. I'm temporarily blinded. So if this is a bribe, I'm not responsible. And then just starts chewing and eating all of the, uh, <laughs> chewing on the, the cheese. Uh, Angie. Uh, yes. Could I maybe request that, um, whilst you're jangling your dice that extensively, maybe you mute yourself? Uh, my mute button is broken and oh. won't actually let me mute. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm yeah. to be- <laughs> we tried like like sending images to like double check and like figure this out, but it, yeah. All right. I, I can no raise worries. my hand, but I can't mute. That's so, wild. Uh, I will just put my extra dice on the floor to remove my temptation. Try, okay, actually, try pressing <laughs> spacebar real fast. Uh, maybe uh, try clicking on the hand and then clicking spacebar. Huh. Nope. No, oh my God. God. <laughs> you can right. just, Zencaster has decided that today's episode features special effects. <laughs> <laughs> Have I you mean... tried turning it off and on again? Have you tried no. hitting it? Oh, God, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Zencaster is so fragile. <laughs>
<laughs> we're <going> so fast. <laughs> We've had so many experiences. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, that was me. Off, um, I'm at the bar and I'm playing with the peanuts at the yeah. bar. <laughs> um, I, I'm just kind of like not eating them, but putting them into people's pockets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that That's chaotic neutral energy we're here for right now. Absolutely. Um, make a sleight of hand or stealth or deception, however you want to play this. A uh, sleight of hand because um, 17, because uh, I'm have a I'm actually pretty stealthy. All right. I'm really bad at perception. <laughs> or, or <laughs> persuasion. Uh, well, uh, good thing you're not trying to persuade people to uh, to put like peanuts in their pocket. <laughs> but uh, as people are walking past, their pockets are right at your eye level, and it's very easy for you to grab a handful of peanuts, walk around, pop a peanut in a pocket, walk around, pop a peanut in a pocket. That feels like my new catchphrase, and I love it. I'm popping a peanut <laughs> in a pocket. Yeah. Awesome. What is that? What is that a euphemism for? Yeah, is that a good thing? <laughs> a bad thing? Anything. This uh, very swanky bar, which I guess now is a brothel because I said it, uh, you see that there's an upper balcony, a very like classic, like Western style uh, balcony with some like ladies of the night and some gentlemen of the night and some non-binary of the night, uh, all just like in various states of dress and undress, uh, leaning on the railing, looking down. Ha, how'd I do? Oh, you look so strong and adventurous. Ah, what can I do for you? Do you like me or do you like my companion? Adrian, love. You might be able to get some love here. <laughs> do, do you want me to fund your love experience? I would oh. very much prefer if you didn't. I, oh. I would also like to clarify, it's the unloved, not the unlovable. Ah, okay, gotcha. So, does that make it better? Because aren't you just saying that... You can be loved, but nobody loves you. I don't know. You'll have to ask the kids down the street. <laughs> what what's street? <laughs> I would like to take a quick detour from our mission <laughs> to go ask the kids down the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you say this, uh, Atonement just coughs and clears his throat and says, "Um, just maybe... After meeting with our client, hmm? Maybe we keep it, yeah. you know, business moving. You're right. It sounds, I, it sounds like a lot of a euphemism right now. <laughs> 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 us to a brothel. Well, <laughs> pop a peanut in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, atonement blushes. Uh, his purple skin becomes very, like, very red. Uh, and uh, he just says, Look, um, whatever you want to do on your free time, um, whoever's peanuts you want to put in whoever's pocket <laughs> is it's your business. But you're on a mission and a job at the moment, so I'm going to ask you to, you know, hold off on peanutting any pockets at the moment. Whoops. <laughs> uh, maybe, where is this Dorathlore? Right. Um, Mr. Rathlor uh, has asked me to bring you to the back room over here. There's nothing untowards. Don't give me that look. It's just a private establishment. Uh, 
leads you through. I think their... uh, I think you mean a private establishment. <laughs> <laughs> that was very clever. I liked that. That is very yeah, good, Greg. I'm known to be reasonably clever sometimes, <laughs> like when I'm uh, out in the run and, you know, growing up. I mean, <clears throat> uh, going out for a run, yeah, you have to avoid the, the, the danger panthers. The danger panthers. They, they exist in the swampy land. They're the main predator. So they target runners. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I understand. Swamp panthers. They can swim really well. Good eating. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Oh, let's get into this Delathrolord environment. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Um, as you begin moving through, you hear just a <laughs> from outside the door is like slammed open uh, and an icy wind enters. Um, You hear people screaming in not so much terror, but just like shock at the icy wind. Uh, And you watch as some of the bar staff go to try to shove the door closed. And as they do, you catch sight of the street outside blanketed in absolute whiteout conditions. Uh, when you guys all uh, kind of, you know, figure out what's going on, um, you just see Sien uh, huddled under a table. <laughs> I, I'm just going to walk over the door and just, like, close it. Perfect. Uh, make an, ac- an athletics check with advantage, because there's enough people helping, but it is very hard right now. Uh, athletics with advantage. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should tell you, tell you maybe about the magic item I have. <laughs> what magic item do you have? Uh, the belt of hill giant strength. Oh my god! Amazing. So I am very short <laughs> and full of a lot of strength, and I hate everyone. It's great. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, I got uh, twenty-five. A twenty? My god, another twenty-five. Uh, yeah, you see, the bar staff are really struggling to close this, uh, and then your three-foot friend just walks over like one hand on the door and without like any effort, it seems just fully closes it and like throws the bar. And you hear that like (sighs) howling wizard or howling blizzard. Oh, there's probably howling (laughs) wizard at some point as well. Uh, The howling blizzard outside the door uh, is like just, you can still hear it. Uh, banging against the wood, but it is so much quieter now that the door is closed. Um, Many of the lamps that were burning, pretty much any of the non-magical burning lamps have been extinguished. Um, People are like shivering in the cold, um, but you are now protected against the cold. And as you look over, uh, Chandlor, you actually see that that small halfling that that had been running away from you uh, that had yelled out Farts McGee um, is huddled in a, under a table uh, beside, or like not the exact same table, but a table beside uh, Sandy Laka. Staring daggers at that halfling. The halfling? Not, not, yeah. not literally, but you know. <laughs> uh, the halfling uh, looks at you, realizes they've been spotted, jumps up, bangs their head on the table, falls down to the ground. Okay. <laughs> I am going to direct my Storm of Ravens 
to sit on top of that halfling's body and alert me and do not let him leave. Okay. Uh, Can your swarm of ravens make an insight check, please? Uh, Yeah, of course. (laughs) One second. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how good they are at those. Let's find out. Uh, you know, they're not bad. Um, Ravens are very, oh my God, with a, with a 25. Oh my God. (laughs) Since I get to add my proficiency bonus to their ability checks because of primal bond. Yeah. 25. Um, most insightful. I mean, they're Ravens, right? They're insightful. Ravens are, they recognize faces. Yeah. As soon as your ravens come over, um, they instantly know that this is not a sleeping or unconscious form. This is someone who is trying to pretend to have knocked themselves unconscious. Um, And I think your ravens, I think with a 25, uh, one of the ravens uh, from the swarm flies over, lands on your shoulder, uh, and just pecks out a little code onto your shoulder that kind of like tells you that like it's a lie. What are you doing here? Why did you follow the storm? Are you a cult dedicated to making storms with farts? (laughs) I've heard weirder things, man. I've seen some shit. Smelled some shit. (laughs) Uh, You see that most of the other patrons in the bar have kind of stopped and they're watching you confront this halfling who is under a blanket of ravens at the moment. Um, But as you ask him this, uh, this halfling just opens one of his eyes, kind of looks around, realizes that everyone is staring at him. And you just hear him say, yeah, farts McGee. Um, And slowly sits up. You see that uh, as he does, uh, there is a commotion from the back of the from the curtain that was you guys were just about to burst or to walk through before the door was burst open by the cold wind, and you hear a soft female voice say, "Charlie, Charlie, what are you doing here?" Uh, and you see a uh, female half elf. Uh, standing in the curtain, kind of pushing it off to the side. It is now covered in a bunch of snow and frost. Um, She has uh, blue eyes and fairly reddish skin, kind of as if she maybe just like uh, was unprepared for the cold, but is fairly tall and muscular. Um, And as she kind of steps forward and begins looking at Charlie, uh, atonement gestures at the five of you and says ah miss drathlor well i brought them here and miss drathlor looks at the five of you raises an eyebrow says motley crew and then uh bends down in front of charlie dear i ask you again what are you doing here and uh, this half this halfling is very nervous, very clearly uh, did not want to be seen. And you hear a uh, just of nerves. And uh, he says nothing. 
could he be the one that was um or threatening you perchance maybe the uh the oath of gas paladin can communicate with him they seem to share a language uh uh what what are you doing here man you see this uh this halfling looks around uh and says well um i'm here to protect her uh, and then lets out a big old fart. <laughs> All right, that one lasted a fair bit of time. Uh, protect her from what exactly? Um, Flowers. <laughs> uh, he, this uh, Charlie is going to look around, um, and then is going to just look towards the curtain through which uh, Miss Delarathlor uh, entered, and is just going to say, um, maybe somewhere. Uh, less obvious, <laughs> maybe quieter and uh, less likely to be overheard. <laughs> Just kind of wander. I, I'm gonna walk through all these people nicely because <laughs> I, you know, slip through, grab him under the arm, and just kind of keep walking forward towards the curtain. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, as you're walking through, you see that there's a bunch of people that have like shoved their hands in their pocket to like try to warm up their their hands in, in, after this cold snap. And as you're leaving, as all of you move through the curtain, you just hear one of them say, "Why is there a peanut in my pocket?" God. And you make your way through to a private room, um, and. This uh, Mr. Athlor says, well, thank you very much for joining us. Atonement, thank you for bringing them here. You may depart. I can't afford your hourly wage, of course. Uh, Atonement nods, bows, looks at all of you and says, remember the only rule of mercenary work. And then kind of waits expectantly. Get paid for it. Exactly. Nods at you and walks out uh, back into the main room. Um, and Mr. Athlor says, well, thank you for joining us. Um, I wasn't expecting, uh, well, frankly, I wasn't expecting much of what's happened in the last few days. And then she'll turn to Charlie and say, and Charlie, what are you doing here? Uh, and eventually Charlie explains that Charlie is trying to protect her, uh, had heard that there were things that had been like little crimes and stuff that were done targeting Mr. Athlor, and that Charlie wanted to uh, protect her, wanted to make sure that she was safe. And Mr. Athlor looks at the five of you and says, Charlie, honey, I hired people for this. Now get out of here and take your farts with you. And uh, Charlie begins to to move. Would you guys like to ask Charlie anything? Or Charlie, you need to go see a doctor about your condition. Hey, you know what? 
farts mickey to you uh turns directly like points his butt at you lets out a fart and then starts running uh i'm just gonna throw up my a handful of peanuts at him <laughs> uh, make a dexterity check uh don't add proficiency because i don't think you're proficient with peanuts why not Oh, I got a natural 20. Oh my god. Now you're pushing with peanuts. Uh, oh my you, god. He's gonna you die. Throw peanuts at this guy. Um, he's allergic. <laughs> yeah. He, um, like some of the shells land under his feet. They act as marbles. He falls to the ground. Um, he falls like on his back. One of the peanuts you throw lands in his mouth. You watch as his face just instantly poof, uh, puffs up like a puffer fish. And he's just like, Anybody help? Anybody? Can anybody help? Oh God, this is um, and uh, just begins to like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we do have a paladin. Would lay on a hand. Yeah, I was gonna say. I I don't know what would help with allergies though. Is that just a regular healing thing? I mean, not allergy. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, a lay I on hands just, like, or a, lay or on hands. Healing. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 I will walk over and do a laying hands on my oath of gas, uh, brother. <laughs> um, as you lay on hands, there is like this visible deflation, but accompanying that visible deflation is. His face even had gas. Uh, and very rank uh, little fart comes out. Quite a long one. Uh, and he just says, thanks. Um, I guess uh, I'm gonna go. Please don't feed me any more peanuts. <laughs> I, I get out of here pretty quick. I'm not too sure what's gonna happen, but uh, it, it hasn't gone well for you so far, but he is going to uh, slowly, without taking his eyes off of Noel, uh, is going to nervously clench um, and then just like walk backwards out of the curtain into the main room again. Meanwhile, I am just kind of like making vaguely rude gestures at him. <laughs> just vaguely. Not just like vaguely. actually obscene. Just like. <laughs> no, no, like, like uh, whatever. Gonna die from a peanut. <laughs> I have to imagine you just like hold up your pointer finger in place of your middle finger, and then you just, just like, like your pinky on like your teeth. Yeah, just all the teenage angst you can muster, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. God, I'm not actually swearing. I'm not like actually holding up my middle finger. Like, ah, yeah, ah. Mister Athlore uh, looks at you uh, and settles her gaze on Maisie. Ah, you know, your face looks familiar. Do I, have I seen you around before? No. Oh. Shaking. Well, maybe it's something the poet said. Uh, he he was talking about a curly-haired tiefling with ram's horn that, uh, well, he saw in the street and thought she looked lovely. Oh, the poet said that about me? <laughs> well, I can't be certain that it was about you, but certainly matches your description. I, I, I guess I, I have been polishing my horns a lot more recently. Oh, and he did say your horns were especially shiny. What a weird thing to say. Uh... <laughs> 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 
the poet is eccentric and I, I do not profess to know his ways, even though I've served him for lo these 15 years. Well, you know, my psychic did say that I was going to find love this week. Okay. Uh, and she'll turn away from you uh, <laughs> and turn to the rest of the group and say, so um, I've been receiving a lot of petty crimes and last night I received a note that I think um, I wanted to take seriously. Turns out, and I'm going to insist that as part of the agreement for your employment, and I made sure that this was in the contract under paragraph 73, uh, sub article 12, uh, point B, anything I tell you, you may not repeat to anyone. Uh, and she'll look at Imeldin. Is that um, clear? Makes sense? I acknowledge the rules. Yeah. So, Excellent. So Maisie's not allowed to tell anyone she looked great the other day? Oh, you know... Yeah, that seems fair. I <laughs> <laughs> already wrote it on the walls back there. <laughs> She looks at your having tagged the wall and she's like, oh, God. No, it couldn't have been you. No mention of graffiti. Well, technically, she didn't tell anyone. She just wrote it down. So I, I'm not too sure. I don't know much about legalities, but I, I think that's that passes, doesn't it? You're that's right. That's the loophole. See, yeah, I'm very good at loopholes and also very good at not being around people. Never been caught before, which is weird because I do announce it whenever I do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. If you don't get caught, it's not illegal. That is rule number one. So anyway, um, turns out that uh, Cold Miser's visits to me were not as subtle as we thought they were. So remember, you can't tell anyone about this. Wait, you were boning the Cold Miser? <laughs> yes. Oh. Scandalous. <laughs> it is, especially considering I am promised to the heat miser. Well, Burns. It wow. does. Yeah. Aren't you a saucy little minx? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard for people to resist me, but <clears throat> you. Uh, so your your the, the heat miser thing is really serious, then. Hmm? So did the heat miser like figure out that you were with the other guy? Is and is in a horrible depression? Is that why it's so cold out there? Um, I think actually the cold miser found out that I was promised beforehand. Um, but you're you're really sure you're promised? Well, it's part of the agreement that the poet and I came to when I entered his service 15 years ago. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's a real shame. Oh. I think you could do better. Oh, shucks. Uh, make a persuasion check for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I'm gonna spend my inspiration. <laughs> oh right! Uh, oh damn it! Is that worse? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I've got a four. Wait, well, four. It's just, yeah, it's it's just four. I'm not actually very persuasive. <laughs> um, Angie and Jared, I forgot to mention, uh, we do play with inspiration. So once per session, you can say you're gonna burn your inspiration in order to uh, re-roll. Oh, okay. Well, cool. that's fine. I'm uh, pretty lucky. Yeah. So with the four. Um, she looks at you quizzically, uh, kind of looks at your scruffy beard, and you see just this moment of not so much disgust as just ugh, go across her face. Well, so um, the letter I received was uh, signed CM and um, was shaped like a snowflake. It was actually very cute, but... It did say that he wanted me for himself um, and that someone had seen us and was going to tell the heat miser who he did not know was a rival in this instance. So I think um, I, I, I might potentially be to blame for the fact that the sun hasn't risen today and that there's a giant blizzard outside. Oh, yeah, you definitely are to blame. Oh, <laughs> thank you for <laughs> confirming it. Ah, uh, she just said what we're all thinking. It's fine. Okay. Happy to help. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, um, I think uh, what I would like you to do is to either um, get me out of the city safely or uh, kill either one of the others, of, of the major mages that are uh, fighting for my attention. I'm down to kill a god. Uh, I was just going to smoke a yo in a barrel. Uh, I mean, as long as it's not a barrel that had pickles in it, I can't stand the things. Fair. I, you might not like where you end up, though. Can't promise anything. Pirates. Okay. I wonder if Charlie has any barrels. <clears throat> uh, Charlie is sweet. Um, Charlie has had a crush on me for about four years. And Charlie is um, not my type. Let's say that. Man, you are a hot topic. Oh, I am. As are you, Maisie, I'm sure. Oh, please stop it. <laughs> okay. Uh, as she says this, you hear a crash from out in the main room of the of the brothel slash inn, um, and you feel a cold air blow in under the curtain into this room, and you just hear a voice, "Come out, come out, come out, my cool pumpkin." That's a weird pet name. I don't know why you didn't call it like my little like snowflake or snowball or snow coat. Come out, come out, my cool pumpkin. So, which one do you like actually more? And why is it me? <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, I'm not out of the running just yet. I mean, look at me. I've got the body of a god. As you say, I've got the body of a god. You see the curtain. Uh, pulled back and you see 
the literal embodiment of a body of a god. This incredibly tall human man, about six foot six, hugely muscled, um, wearing uh, just a like a toga, um, a gilded uh, like laurel wreath floating above his head, icy blue skin, uh, piercing blue eyes, and a beard made out of icicles. And you see with them, with him, just a perpetual snowstorm. Um, and as this curtain is pulled back, you see that his touch turns the curtain to ice. And you watch as ice flows out from where he touched it. Uh, and as you look back, you see that there are frozen forms of people, some in surprise, some turning as if to flee, others in supplication, all of them frozen on the ground. As you see, the cold miser stands oh. before you. I have some very important biological questions for this lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, how? <laughs> it's uh, the whole Superman conundrum. Ouch. <laughs> I guess you're just into cold play or ice player. No! <laughs> hey. Cold play's a great band. <laughs> oh. oh. And uh, the cold miser looks at you all and says, Ah, toys? Rivals? Oh, I hate rivals. I think you should all chill. And I think you begin to see them doing something aggressive. Can everybody please roll initiative? We're going to kill a god. <laughs> Woohoo. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> the curse of Lizette? <laughs> oh, it's my curse. Even when I'm playing a monk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, twenty-five to twenty. Got a dirty twenty. Hey, dirty 20. 20. <laughs> That's the name of our podcast. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, dirty twenty for. I was about to say Salem for Chunlor. All right. I did kind of slip into Salem voice there for a sec. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fifteen to twenty. 10 to 15? Oof, kidding me? <laughs> I, I got a 10. I got a 12. Okay. Uh, 5 to 10. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what'd you get, uh, Elliot? I, well, I rolled a natural one. Jesus. <laughs> oh, never mind. I was five then. That's right. I forgot okay. that okay. it's four. So I'm five. All right. Perfect. Uh, Jared, what'd you roll? Well, you know, I did hide under the table in the first room. The door opened and it was cold. So this is very fitting of my character. I I rolled a three and I got plus one initiative. So I am, of course, last and probably hiding somewhere. Did you never follow us into the room? <laughs> well, no, I came in the room, but I probably am like ducked behind a desk or something when I was okay. <laughs> I'm somewhere. Awesome. Uh, Where's our paladin? Where's our front line? 
<laughs> oh, God. I'm more of a brave when it's a necessity, not so much, you know, when I have to be. I mean, this is a necessity. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, perfect. As uh, this archmage uh, begins uh, potentially casting a spell, Chunlor, you are up first. Uh, it's the competition. All right. Take him away, boys. And I'm going to point my flock of ravens over towards them, and they will attack. Okay. Uh, they're going to shred twice. So that is going to be... Bow, bow, bow. Uh... 21. 21 will hit. And... 30-20. Oh, my God. A dirty 20 is also going to hit. Uh, actually, no, he's going to shield. Sorry, he's going to shield the dirty 20. Oh, sorry. He can't. It's okay. No, yeah. I accept it. All right. I understand. But the other one does hit. The 21 the does. The other one does hit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be four points of damage. <laughs> Wait, plus, why does it not calculate that? Uh, sorry, eight points of damage. Okay. For some reason, it doesn't add the person D bonus. Oh. Anyways, uh, that is my, my flock of ravens. Uh, and then Shundlor himself draws his longbow, and uh, like he's he's not even gonna look. He's gonna he's gonna take disadvantage and uh, and <laughs> wink like in in like really greasy way oh. <laughs> back towards Delarthlor. <laughs> that name, I know. Uh, yeah, um, we're gonna take disadvantage, and I, I miss. Okay. <laughs> Only gonna. Only got a 15. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you are so busy winking um, that the oiliness of the wink actually transfers to your bow uh, and your fingers slip uh, before you can actually like aim properly. Perfect. Uh, would you like to move at all? You're within Meant about to do like, that. You're like 15 feet away from this guy. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> kick over a table with a bone object interaction if I can. Okay. If they're, if they're not too heavy, and then take cover behind a table. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a half cover for that. I think that's great. Excellent. Uh, Richard, uh, it is now your turn. Amanda. All right. Uh, is there a, a way outside? Can I leave this place? Yes, in fact, there is, and you can. Is it behind the cold visor? Uh, no, there is a window behind you. It is covered in curtains at the moment. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to look towards my my lovely uh, ensemble and just dig my, my meaty fingers into my pockets and just take it like a, a pocket full of coin. Um, uh, take this! Be blessed with my currency! And... I toss everyone. Actually, it's not even gold. It's just like painted gold. The, the uh, you all get a copper piece, uh, and you are blessed as I cast bless at fourth level. Ooh, nice! Uh, right. So I think it hits literally everyone, including the swarm of ravens, um, except for Duralathor. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, and then I'm going to just jump out yeah. the window. Okay. Uh, make. Uh, so the window, as you pull back the curtains, you see that there is still a whiteout blizzard outside. <laughs> it's fine. I just, I can't take, <laughs> I, I, I'm saying this quietly. I just can't take a hit because if I do, I lose concentration. <laughs> I got okay. no constitution. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Salem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, 
as you uh, throw open this window, uh, you see that the cold miser actually just smiles. uh, And um, this icy wind blows in through this open window. All of you feel cold. Uh, Can everybody please make me a constitution saving throw? Ah, shit. Well, at least we all have blessed now. <laughs> I'm probably not going to have blessed anymore after this. That's a uh, I got it. Uh, so the DC um, is 17. Oh, shit. Uh, 12 points of cold damage if you fail, 6 if you succeed. Uh, okay. 12 it is. <laughs> cold! Ugh. All right, maybe I'll close it again. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, so what does bless do for me? Do I get advantage on it? Uh, you get a D four. Oh, D four on it. Oh, then yeah, I'm saved. So I take half damage. Yeah, you're gonna take six damage. Sweet. On the right side, I still have concentration. Uh, okay. I'm gonna try and just like hide behind something else. Perfect. Uh, do you uh, do you, so? You stay in. You kind you close the window again. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Um, you see that uh, it looks like he is maybe potentially concentrating on something, I think is something you can ascertain with what's going on. Um, Noel, it is now your turn. Hmm. Well, I'm just going to like look around. Can I see um, uh, Sene? Uh, I think hiding? you can see Sene. Uh, they, they didn't he didn't take, or they didn't take the uh, the hide action. So, okay, yeah. I I will go over and hide and just kind of sidle over to beside him <laughs> and force feed him a potion of heroism and then pop up, bud, and push him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What does a potion of heroism do again? Uh, for an hour after drinking, you gain ten hamper- temporary hit points that last for an hour. For the same duration, you are under the effect of the bless spell, with no concentration required. Oh shit! All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, because I know it doesn't stack, but I, what I'm going to say is because of a potion of heroism, I'm going to say uh, your bless is one d four plus one. Uh, that's I'll uh, gladly accept all of that. That's wonderful. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, you. Tell your companion to go out into the fray whilst you also remain underneath the table. Uh, uh, yeah, just just push him out gently. <laughs> <laughs> go be heroic! <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and it is now the cold miser's turn. Uh, the cold miser is just going to like casually stroll forward into the room. As they step, you see ice spreading out from wherever their foot touches the ground um you see that although they are wearing this toga the toga appears to be moving in a wind of its own in just like a like almost like a glamoured way um is going to come forward look at the five of you and say you cannot be serious and is going to that's also concentration oh my god they're all concentration <laughs> yeah i think um the cold miser is going to look at you uh stride forward uh 
and come over to Mr. Athlor and just place a hand upon her and is going to begin casting a spell. I'm not certain if any of you have counter spell. Nope. I don't think we have a wizard or sorcerer. Okay. Yeah, we, we, nope. we don't have any. Okay. No worries. Um, he is just going to look at all of you, uh, look back at Drathlor, and just say, such unfortunate employees. Uh, and as he begins count- casting a spell, says, if you want them to live, come willingly. Uh, and is then going to cast teleport. And I would like one of you to please roll a, a d20 for me. Not it. Uh, I can okay, do fine. it. Fine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, not the unloved. Natural 20! Oh my god, what? My god. Uh, he begins casting a spell um, and she says, honey, <laughs> I'm at work. Go home. Uh, and he puffs away and she says, all right, I think we got like six seconds until he's back. Um, Sene, it is now your turn. Uh, yeah, not too sure what to do here. I was gonna just kind of hide out here and not do much, but, uh, I guess I can hold an action. Okay. Uh, is nobody seriously hurt, right? I think, We've already done some healing, so I think ah, I have injured ah my twelve <laughs> hit points of loss. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, does, yeah, did you need help? Uh, I can. I can. I'm dying. <laughs> I can. I can touch you gently. You're a wuss. I, I, yeah, so I'll do uh, lay hands. Thank you. I need that. I absolutely needed that. In no world. Was I overdramatic in the slightest? <laughs> Thank you for healing yeah. my twelve hit points. <laughs> Anytime, just just let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Maisie, can uh, what would you like to do? Um, where's d- 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 <laughs> I know? Just call her D. Just call D- her D. Delara yeah. Thor. Dolores. 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 Uh, she is kind of like in the center of the room. You were all fairly close to her. Um, but uh, yeah, she is like in the center of the room. Uh, there is kind of like a pool of ice around her uh, where she was just touched uh, or where she was like where the guy had just grabbed her. But uh, she does not, she did not go willingly. Okay. So, should we, like, leave? Yeah, should we get you out of here? Uh, yes. Let's go. Maybe let's opt for, uh, option the first of smuggling. Let's do that. (laughs) Well, I mean, um, and I'm going to take off my amulet of detection and give it to her. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, this could help you a bit, because, I mean, like, he is a demigod. Also, he's really tall. <laughs> is he, like, 6'5"? Oh, yes. And well I'm proportioned. Not, I'm, not, I'm not that much taller than me. I mean, oh. right. maybe he's, like, 6'2 six, six at most. What's wrong with being short? What about the short kings? I'm 5'1". <laughs> I need a wife. 
Wow. You are done yourself first. <laughs> wow. That I is- have a battery. <laughs> Let's proceed. That is one door. of the most forward and least <laughs> romantic proposals I've ever received. <laughs> well, I'm sure you get to propose to all the time. You're quite the knockout. Oh, shucks. Thank you very much. I'm sure you do too, Maisie. Um, really, I don't. Well, that's ridiculous. Uh, Maisie, if you're worth money, I'll marry you. I'm scared. <laughs> I, I mean, I, your proposal's very nice, and I would marry you as I do need some kind of companionship, but I I, I only have, like, four gold pieces. Uh, not worth it. You're good. Oh, God. Yeah, people say that a lot. Uh, Ouch. Oh, that hurts. Uh, so, um, you, I'm going to say uh, he could return in, like, essentially a round or two. Um, but, uh, what would you guys like to do in that time? Do you want to prep for when he comes back or do you want to just try to book it and get out of there? I mean, I, I am down to fight valiantly if it means the hand of D. I mean, I, I'm up, I'm up for just running. That seems like a really smart move, but I, I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. What do, what do you guys mean? though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, we're, we're going to try to like, you know, you know cover our six and stuff but yeah run pretty quick all right then in that case dolores take my hand just take (laughs) it uh she looks at you and she says by taking your hand i do not mean i'm taking your hand in marriage just to be clear i understand okay all right i will i'll yep we can do so I'm going to take your hand, and as soon as I do that, I'm just going to look towards the team. We're going to section 8F uh, quadrant B. I'll be right there. Dimension dooring out. Okay, perfect. Uh, your dimension dooring out. Uh, make me an intelligence check for uh, Emeldin. Emeldil. Emeldil. Uh, I'm decent intelligence. Hey, it's a 14. A 14. All right. You're able to get, like, if you want to be in another building so you're not directly in the cold... Or whatever you would like, you could do so. That would be preferable. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you pop into another building, um, and you see that there's actually like a little uh, gnomish family sitting down at a table. Bless us, Ayun, for we seek your knowledge. Uh, you pop in. Gah! Uh, they scream. They throw their hands in the air, uh, and they say, "Oh, um, wow." Are you an avatar of Ayun? Uh, what is Ayun? Ah, heathens! Heathens! And they start throwing knives and forks at you. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> as that happens, uh, what would the rest of you guys like to do? Does anyone know what section quad FB is? <laughs> uh, Maisie, make a you can make an intelligence check, or if you know if you would like grow up on the streets here, you could make a, a streetwise check like wisdom plus proficiency. Uh, let's do that one. All right. Uh, because I am dumb as a box of rocks. Uh, <laughs> that's eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, I don't think you call it that. I think that's like what it is on the official records. Uh, you just call it the down and out. Do I know where it is? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know where it is. I mean, you probably spend a lot of time there. 
<laughs> wow. wow. I'm so sorry. It's so hard to resist. We had to take a second just to process. Yeah. Man, Ooh, and is, there, thought... is there an aloe vera kit over there if we get there? I mean, our enemy is called the Frostmeister. I mean, you can't get any colder than that burn. Oh. <laughs> Freezer burn. <laughs> It's a good thing I got fire resistance. <laughs> uh, perfect. So you all just begin running out. Um, as we're running out, I'm gonna like wait. Is everyone who is in the brothel frozen? Uh, there are six people unfrozen. Are they employees? One is. Okay. Um. As we're running out, like, wait, what? Give give me a description. Who is it? Of course, absolutely. My apologies. How could I think not to do so? Uh, okay. Um. Oh God! Um, so... It's the heat miser. That's the employee. <laughs> um, yeah. it's Charlie. You see, uh, this large gray creature with like webbed fingers uh, in a chef's apron, um, a troglodyte um, with a crested head, uh, blue eyes, uh, emerald scales, uh, six foot three, um, and has just like a whole bunch of piercings, not in his ear, but in his cheek. Um, And he's just like in the process currently of chewing on like a frozen arm of someone. Looks up as you come through. Oh, hello. You're oh, very tall. I... I am. Uh, my name is Ziaz. What What can I do for you? You look like you're in a rush. I I really am. It's sort of a life or death situation, and you're not really my type, but... And I'm going to grab his arm and write my number on it. Oh, God. If you're ever in the down and out, give me a call. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh... uh Oh, wow. That's very cool. Uh, And just kind of looks at his arm covered in graffiti that has your number on it. Um, And then thoughtfully chews on the arm that he's broken off of one of the patrons that uh, was frozen solid. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, You run out uh, into the blizzard. Um... Can everybody please, uh, everybody who is not uh, Emendel, uh, make me a constitution saving throw. Don't forget the bless. Oh, that's true. What was the save again? Uh, 17. Well, there was a 7 uh, in my result. <laughs> excellent. I passed that one. Okay. Uh, it's only 9 points of damage on a failure or 4 points on a success. I failed. Yeah, okay. I failed. Definitely took the heat on that one. <laughs> took so the heat on or took the cold? I, yeah, <laughs> the freezer burn thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you begin running out. Uh, almost as soon as you've left, you hear a pop sound as uh, the like displacing air of someone teleporting back in uh, can be heard. And you just hear... Oh, not cool, y'all. Not 
cool. Uh, and um, we're going to go into a bit of a series of skill checks as you begin like running through the streets to try to avoid the cold miser. Um, so quick, quick question. Are yeah. we like in a tight group? Because I have aura of protection, which Ooh. helps you with yeah. this particular situation. Uh, Anyone within 10 feet of me. I think you could all be within 10 feet of your paladin. I think that is perfect. Um, and what does Aura of Protection do again? I think it adds your charisma modifier to saving throws. Ooh, right. Okay, excellent. Um, I think what I'm going to, because we're moving into an area of skill checks, but you are running for your life, I'm going to say add uh, add your paladin's charisma modifier to these skill checks that you're about to make as their aura kind of envelops you in protection. This protection is trying to like you guys getting away. So um, you're going to need three successes before you get three failures. The DC is going to be 17 and you can do one skill that you think might be useful to help. So uh, as you're running through, um, I think we'll just go back kind of into initiative order. Uh, Chunlor, uh, what would you, what sort of skill do you think you would do to try to like hide or run past or what you're doing? Uh, it's it's definitely going to be um, uh, hiding. Yeah, I'm not much of a, a runner uh, on the run, but, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make a stealth check. Okay. I've got a, a... With the paladin aura, or is that just... Yeah, with the paladin aura. Oh my god. Well, then in that case, I've got... Uh, what's the what's the paladin bonus, or what's your what's your bonus for Charisma Month, Jay? Plus six on Charisma. Oh six my to... god! Oh, but that's that's the saving throw, right? That's not the the modifier. Or do you have twenty two charisma? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's my saving throw. Sorry. Hold on. Okay. No, no problem. Just double checking. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's a plus two. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, all right. I tried uh, for you guys. I tried. That's okay. In, in that case, I've still got a thirty. Oh my god! Uh, so as soon as you guys step into this frigid air outside. Um, you are able to obscure yourself in the cold. It is, it's a knife that cuts both ways. Uh, this area is essentially heavily obscured and you're able to dart into these alleyways running towards your destination. Um, and that is definitely a success. Uh, going down, I'm going to skip Emenville. Uh, Noel, uh, what, would you, what sort of skill would you think you would like to do? Um, athletics. Athletics, okay. Just kind of yeah. pushing everyone on. Perfect. I, I push everyone on, and I'm really good at running between through occupied spaces. Spaces. Oh right, yeah. I and I think you've already established that you like to poke people in the calf. So yeah. I think it's like perfect, like just like a dog barking at the heels of a cattle. Like yeah. you're like running past and like encouraging people, maybe sometimes violently, to pick up the pace. Well, yeah, I also scare the shit out of people because because <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I, since I was a pirate, that they're just actually just frightened of me. <laughs> so think like bulldog. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So uh, roll a uh, roll an athletics and add two from the paladin. Oh, you're gonna hate. Uh, use my luckiness because I can re-roll because I'm a halfling. Oh. oh, oh, oh. oh. I got an 18. 18. Ooh, that beats 17. That is another success as you stealthily, like moving through in this quiet, you are 
able to run at pace, you're hearing this uh, cold miser calling out, Hear nebbish, nebbish people. Here you are. Where are you? No, that's not you. Um, and uh, the voice kind of is getting a little bit farther distance as you get a little bit of uh, distance on them. Uh, Senilaka, uh, what would you like to do? Um, well, I, uh, I, there's, there's some snow on the ground, right? It's not just like frozen ground. Is it actually snow? Like it's a uh, it's blizzard? It's a full or... blizzard, so there's snow yeah. falling for sure. Sure. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my super strength as a paladin here and, uh, I'm gonna awkwardly run like pit, like not pigeon toed, whatever the reverse of that is, like toes out, um, in an attempt to flatten the snow. So make it easier for my team to run through. Uh, it's, it's probably going to slow me down, but it definitely, it, it looks like ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how that's the thing. It's probably going to slow me down, but it looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? Priorities. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what um, sort of skill do you think that is? Uh, uh I was thinking deception. it was strength trying to like plow through the snow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, skill. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, a skill, uh, like, a what was it? Athletics strength check. That's what I was thinking. Okay, uh, I think we just had a an athletics check, but I would allow. I, you I know can what? Change Go it for up. It. I would allow. I can do acrobatics. I can do whatever you want. Hey, uh, I. You know what? Let's do another athletics. That's totally fine. Sure. Yeah. sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Uh, then that that's gonna be a twenty six. Oh my god! Uh, your paladin, uh, this awkward teenage elf in that they that he's only one hundred and fifty something. Uh, runs forward and like almost like skates through the street, like pushing the snow out of your guys' way, leading the party. Um, it's this weird thing where you would think that this would make your path significantly easier to track. Um, but like, it is just like you're pushing through at such a velocity that it's actually like you are essentially like your feet almost form like uh, like a cattle guard on a train. And it's just like the snow is like, like a wave bursting up to the sides of you falling to the ground and kind of like just falling over top of your party and falling back almost exactly where it was um as you begin running through you feel like you are very much there you've had three successes um the only thing i would like to say is Maisie, what would you do uh in this time uh, to try to run away um well, you know, we were given items for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you were. How how many in this time, how many uh, orbs from my bag of tricks am I allowed to feasibly throw? Oh my god, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. Um, You are allowed to throw... It doesn't say how many. Yeah. It was an action to pull one, okay. Uh... I'm going to say in that, uh, you can throw five. I can throw five. Okay. I rolled a D six and you got a five. Cool. I'm going to roll. I'm going to throw five. All right. Um, Do you want me to roll for what they are? Yeah. I want you to roll for what they are. Great. Also the bag of tricks coming out on a random session is just so chef's kiss. Troglodyte chef's kiss. Just Uh, smells slightly of arm. (laughs) So all of them are different numbers, which is very exciting. <laughs> oh, uh, that is a giant goat. <laughs> um, a mastiff. <laughs> uh, 
owl. A brown bear. Chewbacca, apparently. A goat. Uh, and sorry, what was the last one? A regular sized goat. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't think that I throw them. I think that I'm I'm like, oh my god, you are like six feet tall. You're very handsome. And I like fumble with it and drop it. <laughs> uh, you drop it. Um, the uh, You watch as like the giant goat appears first. <laughs> Uh, and then, like almost instantly, the little goat appears and looks just like a baby version of the giant goat. Uh, and it runs over to it, uh, and the giant mountain goat looks at it, uh, and you see a softening in its face. And then the little uh, regular sized goat begins suckling at the giant mountain goat. Well, this is a problem. My apartment doesn't allow pets. <laughs> uh, and your pets all begin following along beside you. Uh, this cacophony of animal sounds. Um, the owl lands on the giant goat's horns. Uh, it just perches up there. I think it's very fitting. It's a snowy owl. I don't care if it's Are not supposed to be. Are you trying to make Voltron here? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you are able to reconnect with Emendel and uh, Dolorathlor. Uh, Dolores. Yeah, Dolores. Uh, wow. As you uh, reconnect with your companions, uh, Dolores uh, is thankful. Uh, the blizzard continues raging outside, and you hear voices on the wind calling out your names and the name of Dolores. Um, but it doesn't appear that they have managed to find you. But um, the last thing we're going to do for this random game, uh, can someone please roll me a D100? Well, that's happening. You guys just see me sitting there polishing my helm that has teleportation written on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just, just saying. All right, I roll it. Uh, 75. Uh, 75. Um, this storm lasts for another 75 hours. Oh, my God. Um, as this storm blankets the city, um, angered voices are heard on the wind. Uh, you hear the voice of the cold miser. Uh, calling out, calling all of you by name, um, but unable to know exactly where you are. At some point, whenever you would like, your paladin shows you their helmet and you're able to safely teleport away. And I think with that, we're going to end the session. next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties, but hopefully one that is slightly less random. I wanted to thank you all for listening. If you're hearing my voices because you've stuck through all the way to the very end of the episode, uh, I hope you enjoyed the setup we did, hearing us roll for those tables. 
I loved doing this. I thought it was a really fun experience and I was really, really happy that we were able to do that. I'm also really tremendously thankful for Jared and Angie for joining us. Y'all were fantastic. Loved playing with you. It's been so long and really just had a tremendous time. Admittedly, there were a couple of logical inconsistencies, but hey, it was a random game and you know what? That's just what happens. In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com, all spelled out, to be the most random result on the table. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website eventually, once we, you know, start a fan art page. Uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. It really does help. I know every podcast asks and every podcast says it. It's really true. And uh, yeah, just thank you very much for listening. My name is Marcus Stusick. My players this week were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Elliot White, Jared DeBoer, and Angie Pop. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind. And don't take any wooden nickels. Oh my god, that was a wild trip. Uh, who gets to, who who gets Dolores? Uh, you know, Kingdale <laughs> obviously deserves it. I had I, I protected my lady. Um, well, I think oh that she God. likes me the most, so I think I think she gets herself. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is the one who said my lady is definitely out of the running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. This is reasonable. Uh.